Where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the Taxi Centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years, and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers. Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes, Nissan, Ford, Hyundai, you name it. They've got saloons, MPVs, estates, minibuses, prestige cars, the lot, all under one roof, ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK. With taxi trade exclusive discounts, flexible finance options and no hidden fees. They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. Let's go, go, go. So, John Lundstrom trained today ahead of tomorrow's crucial Europa League semi-final. Rangers are gold down to Braga at home at Ibrox under the lights. Going to be 50,000 there and it's going to be some atmosphere. But Philip Hollander will miss Sunday's Celtic game and the rest of the season. So, blow there for Rangers. Cammy Bell is with us, the former Rangers Kilmarnock and film and keeper. Cammy, how are you feeling about it? How big is tomorrow night? Yeah, again, it's huge. It's a huge sort of four or five days for Rangers, uh, defining probably their their season. Um, tomorrow night, first and foremost, I think they've got an opportunity to go into the game. And um, for me, uh, last week's result wasn't too bad. Listen, they, they played well. They, Braga are a good side, but they're a beatable side as well. So, yeah, looking forward to tomorrow night. Excited about it. Peter, Grant is with us as well, the former Celtic and Scotland star and manager of so many clubs. Peter, were you surprised by the criticism of Rangers just losing 1-0 away from home? Very much so. I thought they'd done well in the game. I thought they played good passages of football. They had a couple of opportunities to score themselves. You know, maybe Sakala up front wants his pace to run behind, playing his back to the game is probably not his game. You know, but I think they're very much, and I said it last week, if they stay in the tie, they've got an opportunity going to Ibrox, and that's what they've done. They've kept themselves in the tie, and I think they've got a big opportunity tomorrow. Can you, can you believe you two have been invited back? Oh, the oh. after last Wednesday. <laughs> Must have went so well. <laughs> Somebody's obviously I'd knocked you back. You're well connected, the three of us. 0808 17 17 700. Not at all. Great to have you back here tonight. And Peter, your old club, Celtic, a quiet week for them, but that's been the story of the last month, and they've benefited from it. What did you make of the performance against St. John? Johnson, six scorers, seven goals. They were relentless, you know, and I, I said on Saturday, I thought St. Johnson never done much wrong. As I said, they made two mistakes probably for the first two goals, but they worked really, really hard in their shape. But Celtic had so many good players on the day. They were relentless. As I say, the substitutes come on and had a big effect in the game. And as I said, St. Jo- it wasn't what St. Johnson done, it was what Celtic done. You know, I think that was a big thing. They had so many good players on the day. I couldn't pick a weakness in the team and that was the biggest strength of their game. I'm going to ask him today about that, uh, the goal. What a match last night. Chelsea. Real Madrid it looked as though it was going to go Madrid's way and then Chelsea were absolutely immense but Luka Modric what about that pass to uh, to put them right back in it and Real Madrid of course going through well it probably summed up the player in general you know yeah. I was lucky enough to see quite a lot of him when he was in England at Tottenham because I was at West Ham at that particular time and he was always world class there's no many players I would call world class I say they're top players or whatever but he is world class and the vision was he, 35, 36 years of age? But I thought even apart from that, if you watch the game again, and I I watch the game slightly different now, I'm watching more as a coach, I thought he was outstanding throughout the game. He was the one that lifted him back up and dragged him back into the game because, as I say, I thought Chelsea were immense. It looked as though they could be down and out, but you can't say that in the burnabout. Um, Cammy, what did you make? He didn't even look... 
he just knew instinctively where Benzema was. It was phenomenal. One fact it wasn't Benzema, was it? Rodrigo. But Rodrigo. Yeah. yeah. Just checking. <laughs> you think I'm not <laughs> listening? Again, he, 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 as Peter said, though, world class player. That, that's what he is, and he's uh, he's a phenomenal talent and has been for years. So it doesn't surprise you, but it just shows you his qualities. Peter said there that he's dragged that team and got them through that tie last night. And listen, it was some effort from Chelsea as well. They've they've went over there and give them some game over there and it was uh, it was fantastic to watch one of the other headlines today was well Scotland's women's lost 2-0 to Spain last night but the headline was actually about Northern Ireland why? well of course it was the comments of Kenny Shields who said afterwards when they lost to England they had 16,000 mind you last night we had what 9,000 but uh, Kenny said that one of the reasons that uh, they lost was um, women can be more emotional uh, after losing a goal and they often lose a goal quickly afterwards they didn't actually last night but well Kenny has apologised already I'm mentioning it because you know him so well in fact you tasted victory against Peter's old club the 2012 League Cup final when yes. he was the manager of Kilmarnock what, what did you make of the comments? Yeah listen I I think we, we all know what the message Kenny's trying to get across everyone's emotional listen sure. we, you, if you lose a goal you are emotional whether it's anger frustration um, I, I, again I think the message he was trying to get across was that there is emotion there and, and, and that happens in the game of football. I, I sometimes feel as if, especially reflecting back to when Kenny was my manager at Kilmarnock, he, he, he said a lot of things in the press that he maybe will have regretted. And um, yeah, again, he's apologised for it. Um, I think he's maybe just got his word in a little bit wrong last night. We'll speak to Shaban Little, John, the voice of Go Radio. She also does a women's programme on... It talks sports, so Shaban will join us in the next hour, right about 20 past six today. It's going to be emotional for Rangers and Celtic this weekend. Scottish Cup semi-final. We'll hear uh, tonight, ahead of Rangers game tomorrow, from Giovanni van Bronckhurst, and we'll hear from Aaron Ramsey. Many Rangers fans saying, well, why didn't he uh, play against Braga? We'll speak to both of them, and we'll hear from Ange Postacoglu. But looking forward to Sunday's game is Sean, a Celtic fan, a fan from Bermullock. Hi, Sean. Hi, how are you doing? Good, thanks. Hi, how are Sean. you? I'm fine. I'm good. It's, it's unusually quiet, isn't it, at the Celtic camp at the moment, because normally with the European stuff, um, but there was no major news at the top of the show. But I suppose in some ways that's good news for you, preparing for Sunday. Aye, it's all about Sunday for us. Going for the treble. I just I can't see us no one in the game. Mm-hmm. And who I think you... Celtic. Yeah. I think Celtic will win 3 4 now easily. Well, Peter, is that... It's obviously a positive scoreline from a Celtic point of view. If you were still there, would you be? Well, the thing, is, we, the thing yeah. is, with Sean, he's like, all oh, Celtic supporters, that's what they're hoping for, mm-hmm. you know, like ourselves. But, but that's but the Celtic, when you get into these games, that's what you want to happen. But I've been there many, many times. I know what it's like, you know, people say forum does go out the window. That was always the case. Whether you'd won the previous one, you knew the next one was completely different, you know. And I think a blow for Celtic will be if Jackamakis doesn't play. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll be a big blow for us because. Not only with his goal scoring the way he's leading the line at this moment in time, I know Kyogo's come back on on Saturday. I think the way he defends the set plays has been massive for Celtic. That's helped him out a lot. And I think that's one thing that Rangers done in the last game. He's got a lot of crosses in, and the two centre-backs were magnificent along with Joe Hart. You know, And as I say, I think that'll be a blow to him because I think that if there's one weakness in Celtic team at this moment in time is probably they give up too many chances at set plays. And that would be a concern for me if Jack and Marcus is not available in that way. I still think Celtic are on high. They were brilliant at the weekend. Every man was exceptional. But as I say, that small detail can be the difference. Sean, would that worry you? Um, but a set, set place is 
coming into the box, yeah. But mm. I think if we start Kyogo, I think we'll win the game, without mm. a doubt. Mm. Cammy Bell, former Rangers keeper, what about the height thing? Celtic are not the tallest team. I can hear, you know, 60,000 or 100,000 shouting. Well, it doesn't matter, does it? But Gikamakis, 15 goals this season. Yeah, he's been brilliant. And and I think I touched on it last week when I spoke about his work rate, his work ethic. Um, for what he does as a striker is, is phenomenal for a team and it's the kind of guy you want in your team. Um, again, they're not the biggest, but they're aggressive. Um, I would say... Carter Vickers, you look at him, he's not the tallest, but he's really aggressive when he goes for the ball and, and, and can win headers. So it, it, it is a weakness. It's a, it's a place that Rangers probably would look to try and exploit them. Again, it's all about the delivery. Can Tav put the deliveries in to, to hurt Celtic? But for me, it's going to be a very close game on Sunday. I don't think there was much in the last Old Firm game. Um, listen, I can't deny that Celtic probably did deserve to win. Um, overall in the game but there, there isn't much between the teams at the moment I don't think there's not a huge difference it, it, it's all about who turns up and who brings a, brings an A game to, to Sunday I would say Big question will be will Kyogo play he'll definitely be on the bench will he start here's the manager a couple of days ago Brilliant for him first of all he's, he's you know he was enormous for us in the first half of the year and uh, he's a quality player he's a great person and um, we've watched him sort of slog away um, in his rehab to get back um, so just to give him that taste of it again was good today and he was great when he came on you know he looked dangerous looked like he hadn't missed a beat and uh, he's going to be important to us in this uh, final few games you know like I said it's part of our process that we haven't had to rely you know early in the season it was it was kind of Liel and, and, and you know, Jota and, and uh, Kiorgo and David Turnbull. Second half of the year, we've had other people contributing, Jacko and Dyson and Leo Tate and Matty O'Reilly today. So that's really important for us. Um, but there's no denying he's, he's an unbelievable player. And um, as soon as we can get him ready, he'll be playing for sure. Peter, what do you reckon? Will he start? I think he's an outstanding player. I think he's been exceptional. But the interesting thing was on Saturday, wasn't the first sub when Jack and Marcus come off. So that probably tells me, as a manager going to start him, I'm not so sure. I think he'll go Abada on one side, Jota, and I think he'll go with Mieda through the middle early in the game. I just think he may be... Kyogo's so important. Mm. He's such a top player, but he can't risk that injury maybe being on longer than he should be. Sean, would you buy that up front? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm just, I've got another question for Peter. Does he think the Celtic team is better than the Brendan Rodgers Invincible team? I think it's slightly different, Sean. You know, they've got a different mix. Their work ethic, Brendan's was more possession-based. I think when you look at this team now, they just go and take the ball off you as quick as they lose it, further up the pitch. They have more efforts in goal, I think. You know, they win the ball in the final third a lot more. They have more efforts in goal than Brendan's team uh, because Brendan's team like to build it, keep the ball for as long and put you to sleep in the respect to that as the opposition. I mean, not as a supporter, but just so they kept the ball so long, there's so many good players with possession of the ball, and Brendan was quite happy because that meant the oppo opposition couldn't hurt you. I think this team want to score every opportunity they get, so the, as soon as they win the ball back, they're, they're looking to attack and get through and get efforts on goal. And I think that's the difference. They're two different teams. I, I've thoroughly enjoyed bo bo uh, watching both of them, and, and as I say, long may their uh, success continue. Sean, let's find out what Cammy thinks. You, you haven't been up against... Uh, Postacoglu's team but nope. you've been up against the Brendan Rodgers side a few times yeah again I would reiterate what Peter's just said there it's a, it's a different type of team for me um, Postacoglu's team is more it's got more energy again I think it's as an opposition player I think you, you fear it a little bit more because there's going to be more efforts on goal um, they, they play with so much energy um, it, it's really hard to nullify them getting opportunities as Peter said they, they steal the ball high up the pitch they work ever so hard when they're out of possession 
Um, and Brendan's team, listen, they passed the ball. A lot of their shots came in the 18 yard box. They used to like to work it to, to almost get that perfect goal. Whereas um, the team at the moment uh, is frightening at the moment. It's uh, it's uh, it's going really well for them and it's going to be difficult to, to break their stride. But it's something that Rangers need to do on Sunday. The manager spoke after the seven goal victory over St. Johnson. And remember, St. Johnson had everything to play for because we thought that might be difficult. I think people thought Celtic would win, but not many people thought it would be seven. And the goal spread among, what, six players? It underpins everything we do. You know, it's, we don't want to be relying on one or two players every week or, you know, relying on, on sort of one source for our goals and, um, and our performances. And, and again, it was spread across everyone, guys who started, guys who came on. Um, all those kind of things are really important to us. And, um, you know, again, it was great to see that everyone made a contribution. It's important, isn't it, Peter? Well, I said in Saturn, people are laughing at the fact I said St. Johnson didn't do much wrong. As I said, I think they, they made the first two goals, I'd say mistakes. But after that, they worked ever so hard in their shape. But Celtic had so many good players on the day. You know, you can work in all the shape and in the build-up as a coach all week. But Celtic players were running them out. You know, they knew each other's game. They made it so, so difficult for them. And the point I was trying to make was Celtic were so far ahead with the quality because people would just, if they were getting marked tight, somebody would run away. They'd create the space for Arogic, who was killing them with the space that he was picking up. And it was great credit to Celtic for doing that because it could have been a tough game with St Johnson hanging in, trying to make sure they don't be beat by many. But as I say, Celtic were relentless. The subs come on and had a massive effect. And that's the big thing I've noticed this year. The tempo of Celtic's game doesn't drop no matter who they bring on or who they bring off. And the manager's been very, very good at making the, the right time for the substitutes to come on. So as a football manager, you wouldn't be mad at your team losing 7-0 at Celtic. If you were the St Johnson manager, you'd be saying you didn't do much wrong. No, no. I, the point I was making in that respect is I could see everything Callum's been working on as a coach throughout the week, you know, getting into your, your stride, make sure we're tight, more difficult to beat and then trying to break. But if you're breaking from your own 18-yard box and you can't go out, and Celtic were winning it back so high up the pitch, wasn't allowing them to go out. And that's the difficulty, and that's the difference I probably see in this team at Celtic. They were kicking the ball out of play for their own 18-yard box because they couldn't go out. Because as soon as they won it back, they were under pressure and it didn't allow them to go out. But I can see the distance. It's what the managers were saying against the ball in the shape, but Celtic were just too good on the day. Callum Bell, former Rangers keeper. What would you say to Sean then? He thinks it's going to be 2 or 3-0 to Celtic. What does Celtic have to look out for in this game at Hamden that Rangers would do differently from the last couple of games against Celtic? Um, again, Rangers need to be more ruthless in the in the final third. Um, they've not they had loads of possession in the last Old Firm game. They didn't really create too many clear-cut opportunities. Joe Hart had one real big save to make in the game. Um, so Rangers need to be much more ruthless um, and try and hurt Celtic in the final third. Play with a little bit more intensity when they get in that final third as well because... You know that Celtic are going to come at you and it's going to be a real ding-dong if both teams played with the intensity that they can do. But Rangers, for me, just haven't brought it in the last couple of old firm games. Um, so they, they really do need to turn up because Sunday's a, a huge moment for Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. For me, I, I think tomorrow night's big, really big. Um, but Sunday is probably bigger um, in determining how the season's going to pan out and, and if there's going to be any success for Rangers this season. Do you think the players, I know they'll be aware of the criticism of the Rangers yep. fans, do you think they're being affected by it? Because it looked a, a little bit last week as if maybe they were. They, they shouldn't be. Again, they're, they're, they're professionals and they should be able to handle the pressure, the expectation they're at Rangers for a reason. They're very good players. And that that's something that a club, when you play for Rangers, you, you've got to handle these moments of adversity, which Rangers have had this season. They've got an opportunity on Sunday to turn 
the tide around and, and a really break Celtic stride because they are they're looking really good at the moment a 7-0 victory last weekend um, going into an, uh, an old firm game they'll be full of confidence but this is where Rangers players need to earn their money they need to go and beat Celtic in an old firm game and, and give themselves the opportunity to go and win a cup Sean I want to say to Peter and to Cammy, you realise you don't want Villarreal to win the Champions League and you know why have you heard Sean because if Villarreal, no. if they win it, then they take the automatic place that would come to the Scottish champions, which it looks like it'll be Celtic. It'll either be Celtic or Rangers, it but will, Celtic. It will be Celtic. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, there, yeah. so there's the good news for you, Phil, Sean. But honestly... You think so, Pep will do it at last? Ah, but you know, what, you know what? I mean, sometimes the underdogs do it, and of course they beat Bayern Munich last the night. The yeah. Yellow submarines might do it, but I can't <laughs> <see> it. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, but that would be a real blow, wouldn't it, for us? I mean, Villarreal, you know, the smashing wee club. Small, they're not one of the giants, but they do so well. Um, Unai Emery, Emery yeah, again. amazing. Yeah, exactly. You know, know that's what I'm yeah. saying. He's coaching, yeah. get, what do you call it, battered down in England, really, uh-huh. with Arsenal. I think it was more with his interviews because he was trying to, they were ignorant towards him. The media were really oh, unfair, I weren't they? they were really ignorant towards I mean, how's their him. they're Spanish. But I know? think that's the biggest problem we have in Britain. Yeah. Yeah, all round, you know, and that's yeah. why when you go abroad, people don't like you, mm. you know, for that respect because there is ignorance there. He's an outstanding coach, he's proven it many, many times. Don't be surprised, you wouldn't rule them out, but I just can't see the big two, anybody dealing with them, you know. I mean, I just think they're juggernauts at this moment in time. No matter, Villarreal are very good defensively, but I just think they've got so much quality, the, the, the teams that's left in it as well. They'll find I'm it very difficult. Absolutely, good, absolutely, Sean, yeah, I agree. They, I agree. Yeah, they, they look as though they are Paris-bound. Um, it would be typical, though, wouldn't it, Cammy, <laughs> the year that uh, Villarreal would win it. But listen, there's still a long way to go, but... They were amazing last night, but do you reckon who's going to win the Champions League? Who do you think? Because tonight Liverpool in action, of course, and Man City. Yeah, again, I, I think they, them two have got huge opportunities. Um, for me, I think it would be really difficult for Villarreal to listen. They've had an unbelievable result, hmm. but I, I think it would be difficult for them to to go and win it. And for Scottish football, you don't want that to happen. You want there to be an automatic um, place up for straight into the Champions League. That's what we've all been craving for for so many years. Is this getting away from playing three or four? qualifying games because um, our league's better than that so um, I, I hope that they don't win it and we do get the automatic place because I feel as if that's what the Scottish Football League deserves oh, we do Sean before you go here's your manager when he was asked uh, about the title maybe three points we get you know it gets us closer to it but like you said we're not there yet and what I really want us to do is just finish the season strong you know I said we want to be playing our best football at the end of the year and we've still got sort of five games to go well hopefully we can put you know our five best performances in the last five games and if we do that we're a good chance of winning Sean are you allowed to disagree with the manager? <laughs> <laughs> no no we should have a statue after we won the treble we should get a statue <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was on the other night, yeah, saying the same thing. But uh, okay, Sean, listen, thanks so much for calling Go Thank Radio. You. Speak to you soon. All Cheers, the best, Cheers, 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 Sean. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat, and more. Thanks, Chris, for the traffic and travel. 5.25, heading for 5.26. Peter Grant is in the house. Cammy Bell is in the house with me, Paul Cooney. Lots of your calls coming in because it's Old Firm, Glasgow, Derby week. But before that, Rangers in action tomorrow night against Braga. Huge game. Rangers 90 minutes away from a European semi-final. They just need the two goals against Braga. They're one goal down from the first. And Peter Grant, Celtic legend, saying 
hey, he thought Rangers didn't play badly at all last week. There's a bit of negativity about it, maybe in the wake of the defeat to Celtic a few days before. But for Rangers, Peter, in the next few days, this is massive. Of course, and I thought, as I say, I thought they'd done a lot better than people gave them credit for. Braggers, no mugs, as I said last week. I think it's a really important, obviously, few days for them. And people always have that after you lose a, a Celtic Rangers match. It's really, really difficult for you. And I think that carried on to the next game. Not with the players, because I, th I thought their performance was better than they were given credit for. We'll hear from Aaron Ramsey shortly. Let's hear from the manager. Quick injury update. Oh, well, John is, is training today. Hopefully he will, uh, he will pass training and, and be available for tomorrow. Philip, is, his injury is, is not good, so we will don't have him for the remaining of the season. And the big question, uh, what about Aaron Ramsey? How's his fitness? No, I'm, I'm feeling good. The thing that I've been lacking over the last, you know, a few years is uh, consistency. So, you know, I'm not, um, I can still produce, you know, the numbers required and, and what I used to do. So I have no, um, you know, no issues with that. It's just getting that consistency going um, and um, getting into a bit of the rhythm. So, um, yeah, over the last few weeks now, I felt better, I felt stronger and, um now these games are coming thick and fast, so hopefully, you know, I can play um, big parts in these games and, um, and show what I'm capable of doing. Daniel, a Rangers fan, is on the line from Wishaw. Hi, Daniel. How are you doing, guys? All right? Good, Good. Daniel. Yeah, we're well. Daniel. What about Aaron Ramsey? You'd love to see him play the way we know he can tomorrow. Definitely, and obviously it's been a bit, a bit of a shame, obviously, coming through Juventus, no playing since late November. Mm -hmm. Um just to be so stop and start such a blockbuster signing. Um, I it'll be good to see him get a good run. Tomorrow night he could be, you know, the way he could unlock the defence. We saw the way he scored uh, against Celtic. You see flashes of it, don't you? Yeah, I, I get... definitely. Yeah, no, again, again, I, I totally agree. I think he's a key player for Rangers. He's 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 not hit the heights that we were expecting. I think there has been stop start, like a caller's just said there. I think that what we look, Rangers looked at is it needs to be a fine balance as well because listen he's had a lot of injuries over his career he's had a lot of re injuries recently as well so I questioned whether he should have played in the Old Firm game for me it was such a big game that I would have took that, that chance and uh, again made sure he was he was fully um, fit but again tomorrow night he's going to be absolutely key for Rangers I, I feel as if he needs to play great that Kamal Roof got a hat trick at the weekend build his confidence because Sakala I felt let he still down a little bit in Braga I don't think he I, I get why the manager played him but I would have went with, with Roof away in Braga I think he would have got them up the pitch a little bit more and probably used his intelligence and his experience um, but I understand why the manager played for to try and get them up the pitch with, with pace and in behind but it just didn't work um, so yeah but Ramsey, Ramsey is key if they can get him up to speed is Stephen Davis going to play? GVB's been speaking about the return of the well the all-time top-capped UK player Difficult, you know, he had a difficult spell, you know, with, with his injury and, uh, you know, could play for, for Northern Ireland and, and featured also for us on uh, the game against St. Mirren. So he's, uh, he's definitely a player with experience. So I, it's good to have him back fully fit and uh, that he's available for me to... Uh, what do you think, Peter? Uh, he looked back to, what, to his best. Rangers fans have missed him. You talk about the two of them, Ramsey and Davis. You're talking yeah. about two top quality players. I fully fit. You know, Davis has had a lot of games, so it proves he's had that period in his life that he's played a lot, a lot of games. Aaron's always been questioned. Even down in England, he's not played as many games when he was at Arsenal, whatever. And I think that was one of the reasons Arsenal, I know he went to Juventus for a lot of money, 
but you could see the emotion he showed at that particular time when Arsenal let him alone so cheaply in the respect of that but I think he's a top quality player it's difficult getting him the games if he's not fit I understand the manager because some game he'll play it's his recovery time in between it's going to be a problem for him especially the age he's at now so the manager's got to pick and choose the games I know the manager would rather he was fit because what he does exceptionally well is run in the box late he gets in there so people can't pick him up when he gets opportunities you've seen it against Dundee when he scored you've seen it against Celtic when he scored when he run away for Hattati you know and near the moments it can be the difference if you've got a goal scorer like him from the middle of the pitch but unfortunately for him it's been a, a, a thing with his career that he's not been consistent enough with performances as in being fit enough to be selected Huge few days for Aaron Ramsey Daniel what are you thinking about Stephen Davis? Um, obviously another pivotal figure um, in the Rangers dressing room Um I don't know what's what's been happening with him uh, this season. He's he's important, just like McGregor um, between the sticks. He's been pivotal this season. Obviously, he's come under a bit of criticism as well with the likes of Ross County. Saves that he should be making, but it makes you wonder, is, is this McGregor's last season? What, what do you think, know. Daniel? What would you say? I hope no, because, I mean, I he's, he's ageing, but and like say big games such as like say Dortmund um, against Celtic in the past I don't know what it is with the big games McGregor just turns on the style and some of the saves is just unbelievable Mm -hmm. and he could be crucial Um, tomorrow night and on Sunday Cammy Bell former Rangers keeper what do you think about Alan McGregor the question is he going to play again next season um, only Alan will answer that I, I think um, he can play next season I think what, what's been made of it this season uh, his, his mistakes were in a short period of time and they were, that that highlighted it again there was there was a sort of a, a two three week period where he made mistakes people aren't used to Alan McGregor making these big high profile mistakes so no. I feel as if he got over criticised a little bit listen he's came back I had no doubt he would come back and be as strong as he as he ever is um, and, and present in that Rangers goal and so important He's been brilliant um, over a period of time. If Rangers can turn his head to to make him want to play another year, he's absolutely got the ability to to do that. Um, you look at Joe Hart when he came in to say like there was questions asked to him at the start. Um, he made a few mistakes in in a, again a short space of time. He's rectified that and he's got found some good form. But listen, Alan McGregor's probably one of the best goalies, if not the best, in Scotland at the moment. Did you look up to him when you were coming through? Because you're five years younger than him. Yeah, I, again, I, I worked with Alan at uh, Scotland squads and that, and I still speak to Alan this day, and he, he's he's a great guy. Um, I, I spoke about him before. He, he works so hard in his game, and and for me, I, I just touched on it there. The criticism was because people aren't used to him making mistakes. See if he was a goalie that was that was that was used to making these blunders, and again, it happened now and again. But he's been so consistent through his career that he doesn't make a lot of big errors. And I think that's why the Rangers fans looked at and thought, he's 40-year-old, is that why he's making mistakes? No, it's just going through a sticky period in his career at that point. Peter, he is some keeper, and I know he reminds you of Andy Gorham, 58 today. and uh, <laughs> Happy birthday, Andy. <laughs> Do you mean it? <laughs> well, I remember the great Tommy saying he put it yeah. on his headstone that Andy broke his heart. Um, I can go along with that. But as I say, I was just going to mention the fact that that's as close as I could probably say is Alan McGregor. You know, because he's been phenomenal. Andy was magnificent, the best that I'd came up against. And Alan's been right up there, top drawer in big, big games. He's produced big moments. And I think what Cammy says there about his age, if he was 30 making these mistakes, mm-hmm. people would probably let him away with it. But because he's 40, they question everything. And that's understandable. 
Well, let me tell you, I wouldn't like to be the guy that's going to be filling his shoes. No, that, that's no, for sure, you know, definitely. because that, that's the difficult one. And you've seen that problem that Celtic had, you know, trying to find a goalkeeper. They're not easy. Look at Craig Gordon's come back again after going away from Celtic, who's been outstanding. So you've got to be very, very careful. And if he's still producing the performances, which he's done in 95% of the games this season, you know, he's very much worth having. But the one thing I don't see him doing is sitting being, being a number two somewhere. So if Rangers are going to bring... Uh, Alan McGregor's not going to be there next year. They'll have to bring in a top, top quality goalkeeper. Whether that's on loan or something, that's what they'll have to do. So Daniel Messers and McCrory and uh, McLaughlin might not be th- the solution. So if Alan McGregor did stand down, would you look to buy another top... Cl- I mean, they're really good keepers. They are, young McCrory. Yeah. And of course, John McLaughlin, Scotland keeper as well. What's your view, Daniel? Um... To be honest, it's not really a thought I would like to think of. Yeah. Um, I've said so, said so many times, it'll be a very sad day at Ibrox when McGregor decides to retire. Because mm. um, once again, well, that's, I think that's the one good thing we've been very gifted at, at uh, Rangers that we've been graced with such excellent goalkeepers, yeah. um, such as Gorham, Kloss, mm-hmm. Stefan Kloss, yeah. I say, mm. Aye, and I would say McGregor is up there with the greats, definitely. Um, Yep. So it would be a sad day, but I'm sure he's still got plenty of fight left in him. Sure. If they have this run continuing in the Europa League and then if they beat Celtic on Sunday and get to the cup final, it's going to be Hearts or Hibs. Maybe just the taste of champagne on that day, Cammy, if Rangers <laughs> win it in May, because they haven't won the, a cup for over a decade. Yeah, uh, again, Griggs has had plenty of tastes of champagne in his career. Um, what, what's his favourite? <laughs> what's his favourite? Is he? A... Uh, listen, I've I've seen him drink many a different <laughs> liquid form drink. Yes. So yeah, no. He, listen, he I, I think he's the only one that will make the decision. I don't yeah. I don't think it'll be on the basis of whether where they are and what they win this season. Mm. I think it's where he is mentally because his body can handle it. He's not had a lot of big injuries in his career. Um, I think it's whether he wants it. But it would be a huge loss to Rangers because he is a winner in that changing room. In that dressing room, he's a guy that drives them on and he's a guy you want in the dressing room for tomorrow night and Sunday. He's he's one of the big, big characters you've got in there. Right, Daniel, some positive moments for you. Here's Aaron Ramsey speaking about the way he's been impressed by the, the big nights at Ibrox. Yeah, of course. Um, came here to, uh, to play in these big games and obviously this is a, a huge game for us now. So... Uh, yeah, hopefully I can play some part and, um, and and have a night to remember. And what about the Rangers fans? No, I think they've been absolutely amazing. Um, you know, I heard the stories before coming here uh, of what they're like, and you know they've been absolutely unbelievable. So um, yeah, it's, uh, the atmosphere in the old firm game was was unbelievable and will forever you know stay with me. But um, hopefully they can be with us again um, now in in the coming games and uh, hopefully. Uh, help us get through Daniel please. yeah sorry Daniel what do you think um, so tomorrow night what's going to happen with Rangers against Braga well we're a full house hopefully um, we'll, we'll get behind the team um, get through the next round see who we get um, then just prepare for Sunday mm-hmm. which is no easy game but Braga watching them in Portugal they're a well organised unit we know how to play them but uh, they've got some very dangerous players, but I'm sure I'm sure we'll be able to get over the line uh, tomorrow night. Cammy, what do you think tomorrow? Yeah, I think they they have performed in in the big games in European football, so I, I I'm confident tomorrow night they'll get something. Hopefully, the fans can get behind them and bring that European uh, Thursday night atmosphere that they've done in the past and got them over the line because. 
listen, that that would be a, a huge success for Rangers getting into a semi-final um, of a, a Europa competition. And, and again, when you're in the semi-final, you've got that opportunity. For me, any, any four teams that are in a semi-final can win the competition. So there, there's that big carrot dangling there for them. And I really do think they've got the quality. They just need to show it on the night. And, and that's the biggest thing that Rangers need to turn up tomorrow night. If they turn up to their best, they'll win the game of football. Peter Grant, and if they do go all the way, could it be a final in Seville against West Ham, your old team? Uh, that would be very interesting, you know, Scotsman at the helm as well and Davy, yeah. you know, so that'd be the fantastic final for everyone, you know, uh, involved. Are you alright for tickets for us for that yeah, one? Yeah, for sure, for <laughs> sure. But my big concern for Rangers is Ramsey, McGregor, yeah. they've proved they can handle the big occasions mm -hmm. at Ibrox, at Ibrox. Other guys have not proved in the big games for me at Ibrox when the fans are having a wee bit of negativity. Or too many of them have faded away into a shell and have not produced big results. And that's my only concern for tomorrow evening. If Rangers fans get behind them and they're doing really well, they see people responding. I've not seen enough of that for a lot of the Rangers players. That's one thing I think they've struggled with. I think the big players, because the Ramsey's not have all done that throughout their career, and a lot of the guys have still not proven that. And it shows you that when they've only won one trophy. You know, that shows you. Daniel, a lot of winners. Daniel, what would you say? Uh, totally agree. I mean, there, obviously there has been some big players, such as Peter said, like say Bassey. Bassey turns on the style um, at Ibrox and European nights. Um, He's ba he'll, he'll be back in tomorrow night, won't he? Bassey, you would imagine, will come back. Cammy, it's quite a thing, isn't it, to say... And you heard Daniel saying it, if the, team are, if, if the fans are right behind them and give them time. Barry Ferguson always says this, Rangers fans are amazing, but you know the patience runs out earlier than you would hope if, yeah. if they don't score early. Uh, absolutely. The frustration feeds in the, in the stand from one or two and then feeds to a few thousand and then that feeds onto the pitch. It does. And I totally agree with Peter that I've got a feeling that some of the players do struggle with the, the, the pressure, the expectation and then when things aren't going to plan um, they do kind of go into a little bit of shell but listen, tomorrow night and Sunday Rangers cannot afford for any of these players they need to grow some big shoulders and get on with it and play their, their football they can play because they're all talented, talented footballers um, so they need to really suck it in and, and show what they can do to get two big results for Rangers I was wondering where that growth spur was going there when you said need to grow. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, thanks for calling. Are you going to the match? You're there tomorrow? Uh, mm. I will be there. We'll be there. Um, Enjoy. Well, we'll be on air tomorrow night. Um, take the, uh, the your app with you and I'll be on air with Barry Ferguson who took you all the way to the UEFA Cup final in 2008 and Craig Moore well. as well. That's tomorrow night from 7. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. Thanks, Chris. Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Paul Cooney and the company of Cammy Bell, the former Kilmarnock, Dunfermline and Rangers goalkeeper and many other Scotland cap as well. And Peter Grant will do some of Peter's clubs, Celtic uh, and you... Scotland, of course, as well, and you managed at Norwich. Uh, West Ham United, assistant to Alan Pardew. Uh, Fulham, as well. Uh, Dunfermline, more recently. Aloe Athletic. Bournemouth. 
Aston Villa. Aston Villa, yeah. Birmingham. Juventus. Keep going, here, keep going. <laughs> All the team I missed out in the Midlands was Wolves. That's right. <laughs> I think they'd seen enough. India. No, no. Birmingham City as well, so you're a blue. Uh, you're the Blues. Well, we won in the Birmingham. Cup. We were fortunate enough we won the Cup. Yeah. You know, so that oh, was a did. great day, fantastic day. That must have been big so Alec. special. Yeah. yeah it was Wembley brilliant Stadium. for Big Alec. Against you know, Arsenal. Worked so hard, yeah. you know, and then we scored a goal late in the game, you know, the last minute, I think it was. We won the game 2 1. Barry was the, the captain, yeah. you know, at the yeah. time, particular time. But we certainly deserved it in the 90 minutes, but thank God I never went to extra time because the boys were dead on their feet. But yeah, again, there they talk about the underdog, and that's definitely what we were then. And your biggest day would be, well, it was one of your big days, uh, was winning the League Cup with Kenny Shields Kilmarnock. Yeah, absolutely. Again, it was uh, 2012, so 10 mm. years ago that we managed to defeat Celtic. And I think that the, it was just, we were so much underdogs. I don't think, I think we only had 12,000 Kilmarnock fans went to Hamden that day and the rest were, were all Celtic fans in a 50,000-seater stadium. So it was uh, real underdogs and Celtic were phenomenal at that time. They had some real, real quality players. So um, yeah, good, good memories. Let's go back to Braga. So Rangers, a goal down last week. We're going to speak to someone who was at the game. First of all, let's hear the manager speak about that game. Good opponent. We had a you know a result uh, which we can uh, overcome tomorrow. You know, as you said, it's always uh, when you play an opponent, you have a better uh, better view of the team, of the players individually, and uh, you know we prepared well for tomorrow again. It's a big game which need a big performance for everyone. But I'm confident we uh, we can have a good result. So Rangers fan Scott is on the line. Scott, good evening. Hi guys, how you doing? Good, good. Hi. How was it in Portugal? The, the place itself? Uh, the trip. It was a great trip, ruined by the game, I think. But yeah, the <laughs> overall trip. Overall trip was was a great. It was a great three days. I was away. Yeah, great people. The Portuguese, aren't they? It's a it's a cracking country. I know. Producer James. Spends uh, a lot of his time there. So, Scott, what are you thinking then? You were there. What are you thinking for tomorrow night? What's going to happen? Based on last week's performance, I'm not confident. But I think the crowd, people talk about the Ibrooks home advantage. Mm. The crowd can only do so much. If the team's playing bad, then there's not much, there's not much else the crowd can do apart from sing. So hopefully it pushes the team on. But we said that against Malmo. And we saw, we saw what happened in that game. So... I'm not confident based on last week's performance, if I'm honest. But have you forgotten about um, Borussia Dortmund, who were favourites to win the tournament, and you blew them away? I'd say both games. Yeah, you look at Dortmund game, obviously, they played well. I think the fact that Dortmund underestimated us helped us in those two games. I don't think Braga have underestimated us, and I think Braga played fairly. I don't think Braga were great last week. It's just they were slightly better than us, which wasn't hard. But I, I, at the moment, I'm not confident. But when it comes to kick off the morning, I think we're going to win the four 0 well I'm not a Rangers supporter Scott but I'll tell you what I thought they were better than you gave them credit for you yeah. know what I mean I, I definitely think their performance was better than people who, I think they were very negative back here I couldn't believe the press they got back here I thought it's a very good European away performance I know against Dortmund they were magnificent you know but I think the away performance last week was good they created chances I thought Bragg had a couple of half chances and obviously the one that hit the post were very fortunate but you need to ride your luck at times away I played against Neuchatel Zamax and we get beat 5-1 with a team that we'd never heard of Roy Hodgson was the manager at the time so I know how difficult it is to go in Europe in 14 or whatever many years people said we never lost a lot of games at Celtic Park but always away from home we, we never put in a performance and I think Rangers were 
badly criticised last week mm. for, for their performance when I th- didn't think they deserved that. Scott, people are coming on the social media saying, what? So you were a bit negative about it. You've been realistic and then a 4-0 scoreline. Cammy, <laughs> what I'd do you l- think? I'd love a 4-0 yeah. uh, scoreline, but no, listen, I, I agree with Peter. I think that they were harshly criticised last week. I felt as if there wasn't much between the two teams. Braga are a good team. We can't take that away from it. It's quarterfinals of a European competition. You're not going to get a bad team there. So the Rangers need to be wary of them. But I think if Rangers put in the performance they, they're well capable of, they can get a result and progress through this. But last week I didn't... I felt as if they, they gave up a couple of opportunities in the road of luck, like Peter said, a little bit, but they did create as well. Um, I, I would have had Roof up front for, yeah. the, as I said before earlier in the gate, uh, in the show, that I'd have played Kamal Roof up front just for his experience. Again, probably a little bit more of a goal f- uh, scoring threat. Um, but yeah, I, I think they're well within the tie. Um, it's all about whether they can bring their A game, produce a performance to go and get that result tomorrow night. Have you got your Rangers team for tomorrow night, Cammy? Yeah, I've been looking at it. I think, um, I don't imagine there's going to be too many real surprises. Um, I, I think, as you say, Bassi will probably come back in. Hollander's uh, obviously out, as, as yeah. we heard um, Giovanni say. Um, so I, I don't think there's going to be too many surprises. Rangers need to be a, a goal scoring threat. Uh, hopefully, Roof can continue his form from the weekend. I think he that, starts, doesn't he? Yeah, oh, absolutely. No there's no question yeah. in that. Again, I think he, he, the weekend will give him real confidence. Um, he's got his goals. I heard him speaking and he, he was saying, people were asking him, did he feel the pressure and, and, and were questioning him. And he, he, he was saying, look, he never questioned himself. He, he was very confident in his own ability, which he should be. He's, he's been there and done it. He had a, a an old firm game that I wouldn't blame it on him. I think he was very isolated in that game. It didn't really happen for Rangers in that final third. So I'm looking forward to his performance tomorrow night. He could be a big, big player for Rangers. What do you reckon, Scott? And your team, yeah, would you make changes? Who would you have in? I'd start Stephen Davis. I think see, I think it's no coincidence that our best performance in a couple of months comes when Stephen Davis start when Stephen Davis plays majority of the game. Mm-hmm. I'd go Jack Davis Ramsey as my midfield. So like we need to we need to score early. Score early, they're on the back foot and then the crowd get up and et cetera. So I'd definitely start Stephen Davis. Peter? No, I think I agreed with that. Yep. You know, for, depending on yep. his fitness, it's easy. Yep. I mean, I'm not the manager. The manager sees him training every day and he knows what his fitness levels are. You want your, I always say when you've got everybody available, you play your best players. Mm-hmm. And that's what you've got to try and do. And Stephen Davis definitely comes into that category. You know, the problem is we don't know what his fitness levels are. And can he play guys, because Jack's not long back. You know, you'd have Davis mm-hmm. not long back, you'd have Ramsey not long back, and that's not easy to play when teams are up to speed. You know, you've got to remember that you can go overrun, and if you lose the middle of the pitch, it's very, very difficult. But I agree, Stephen Davis is a top, top quality player, and if he's fit to play, as I say, you play your best players along with Ramsey and whatever, because they are guys that have played in the big occasions and proven they, they can handle, as I said earlier on, about that pressure that comes with playing for a club like Rangers. And Cammy, Sunday can't be in their thinking tomorrow. They need to forget Celtic on Sunday, I would imagine. Yep. This is like a cup final. Absolutely. Again, it's, a, it's an opportunity, a huge opportunity. And tomorrow night has is, is got, got to be Rangers' complete focus. I think they, they have to play their strongest team tomorrow night and just forget about Sunday at the moment. Um, I, I agree if Steve Davis is in the, the right fitness um if he's if he's as fit as he as he can be for if you can get sixty minutes seventy minutes out of him I'd be starting him and playing him because um, he is very influential he's he's been there and done it for Rangers so but Rangers are actually quite strong in the midfield they've got a lot of options and selections so 
I just feel as if they, they need to get the, the right... Giovanni needs to get the right tune out of the players on these big occasions because I just feel as if that hasn't happened yet. Well, I think that may be yep. interesting, Paul, talking about Bassi going to the left centre-back. Yep. I'd be thinking about wonder if he's better on the left-back position because he gets fantastic crosses in yep. and Roof's very, very good in the air. And you'll find yep. that most foreign teams don't like crosses coming in their box. Yep. So maybe it's something that Rangers look at as well as the manager looks at thinking, has he got that better quality coming down the side of the pitch instead of Barisic, you know, and getting that quality in because Roof is very, very good in there. And he proved again on Saturday or Sunday, scoring with two headers, I think it was, you know. So I think it's so important. And they're the small details that the manager will be looking at and that will be selection. So it's all right us sitting here saying, mm. oh, I'd pick this one, pick that yep. one. You've got to have guys on the pitch that balance off each other. And I think that's and that comes down to fitness as well, obviously. Mm. But that may be a slight change maybe as we're playing uh, a big left back outside Bassey uh, yeah. instead of Barisic or left back. Yep. Scott, go radio over there today when your manager well he was asked about it, how confident does he feel? Well, I'm 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 always confident and I've believed in, in my team because uh you know I know what they're capable of. We've shown that against uh, big teams uh, in Europe this season. I know the team is is capable in doing that. We can have a better performance than last week. We need that to go through. Especially in Europe, you have to be there every every tie, especially tomorrow. It's uh it's a final for us to go uh, to the uh, semi-finals and we need a we need a top performance as a team. But also individually, the the players need to be ready. Massive for the club, isn't it? Tomorrow yeah. night, I, I, it's it's huge. It's absolutely massive. Um, and what an opportunity for me! That that's the big thing is the opportunities there. They're they're well within a tie. That they're, they're at Ibrox. The fans are going to back them. Um, and it's all about the players just turning up. And and uh, Giovanni's there just said that he needs his players to turn up. He needs them uh, to play to their maximum potential. Um, and if they do that, they will win the game of football. But they've just there's been moments this season that we've seen that they've not turned up um, in big, big games and, and it has cost them. Scott, who's your scorers then tomorrow night? Are you still sticking with 4-0? <laughs> I, th- I think one of the bit over the top. I'll probably go 2-0 and I'll go uh, Ruth and Ramsey. Ruth and Ramsey. Good. Yep, you like the sound of that. So they're both, well, Roof and form last yeah. weekend and Ramsey, surely. I mean, Rangers are paying 40,000 a week, apparently, for him. I know he's on 400 grand a week. He's a top-class player. He says it himself that he knows he hasn't played enough games, but this is surely the kind of night. Look at Luka Modric last night, 36 years old. You see that moment of magic, turns that game. Absolutely, and he's got that moment of magic and you want your big players, um, whether they, again, whether it's a 60 minutes, 70 minutes, they can get out of Ramsey, they need to start them. They need players like that on the pitch to unlock defences. Um, so it's going to be really important that that he is starting tomorrow night um, and, and makes it through the game because that, that's going to be really, really important for Rangers. Again, we look at his five starts, three sub-appearance. It's not, it's not been enough since he's joined the club, but these are important moments for Rangers, really important. So he can, he can change the opinion of a Rangers fan within these sort of next four or five days. Peter Grant, if you were a Braga player, would it affect you? I mean, the manager has said he, he, he doesn't mind. He said, look, we bring it on, the atmosphere at Ibrox. And Scott was saying all the fans can do is sing. But does that affect the opposition players if they're really behind them? Well, it depends if they can handle it. And I'm sur- yep. surmising, you know, Braga went to Benfica and won or vice versa. Yep. So they're loosely playing in big games. They can handle it. And the big thing is, I've always said, they can handle the ball. They've got players that can handle the ball and that can quiet you down. It's no... It's the quality you're playing against. And people have always got to remember that. The quality you're playing against is difficult. And Braga have proven over the last couple of years that they've done very well. It's a tough, tough game, but Rangers are capable of doing it. 
Scott, thanks a lot for calling maybe speech after the game tomorrow night. Give us a buzz on the way back. Yep. Yeah, sounds good. I'll see you. Yep, thanks very All much. Best, Scott. Cheers, Scott. Scott. News is next, Bye. and then we're back with Cami Bell, Peter Grant. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat, and more. Let's go! 24 hours away, 25 hours away from Rangers against Braga. 50,000 at Ibrox tomorrow night. Looking forward to it. And we're on air here. Remember, late tomorrow night, 7 till 10, Barry Ferguson and Craig Moore. I think it's the first time we've had the two of them together. They played so well together. Peter, you came up um, against Craig probably Moore. probably came up Craig yeah. more than Barry. I think yeah. Barry was too young Just for me. More Derek, yeah. more Derek than Barry. Of course, you said that last week. And Cammy, you know them both well. Yeah. Uh, they'll be with us tomorrow night, 7 until 10. And uh, so many people calling in saying about Rangers and are they going to do it tomorrow night and you've already said Cammy, you reckon scoreline yeah I, I think they'll get a oh, I'm just throwing you 3-1 I'm going to go 3-1 yep, yep. for Rangers, Rangers tomorrow yep. night Peter will get yours in a moment or two but Peter Grant said in the first hour he thinks Rangers paid, played better last week than many fans have given them credit for why is there this uh, a bit of a fog over it look forward to the game get behind the team tomorrow night. It's not for Peter to tell Rangers fans how to uh, get behind their team. Uh, but Cami Bell, you would say, look, enjoy it tomorrow. European semi-final is 90 minutes away. Back them for 90 minutes and, and get behind the players again. They need that energy yeah. from the fans and it's, it's really, really important. What an opportunity for the club. Looking forward to that tomorrow night. And then Sunday, it is a it, it, huge game, Scottish Cup semi-final Celtic against Rangers that's how it came out the hat and of course on Saturday here in Glasgow at Hamden it's going to be Hearts against Hibs and uh, well you'd think Peter that Hearts are the favourites or because it's two games in a week between the two you're not going to win as easily twice Hearts have looked very strong you know they've been dominant they've proven they went behind even on Saturday and come back to score mm. three goals you know and I think then listening to people talking about it, it was very comfortable for them in the end you know so Hibs will be looking for a big response. I think that's going to be very, very important for them because it's a big end to the season for them now because the, the position they've ended up in the bottom six as well. So it becomes a massive game all round. Huge game. What do you think of that one, Cammy Bell? Yeah, yeah an interesting yep. one again after obviously the weekend there and, and Hearts are in such a strong position in the league. Um, I think they'll be looking to try and turn over Hibs again and uh, yeah, the pressure's building on Sean Maloney at Hibs as well mm. because, again, they've, they've ended up in the bottom six. This is a, a huge game for them. I, I don't think the fans would be too happy if they, they lose a the game at the weekend and they're, they're sitting in the bottom six. So, massive, massive game. Peter Grant, the headlines tonight at six, just after six for Celtic as Gikamakis. There's been a scan and Celtic waiting to hear the outcome after well, the injury. I was at the game on Saturday when he pulled up it never sat there and made me happy, you know what I mean? Because you see them feeling it right away and he went straight down, you know? And I always think with the hamstring, it's proved it with Kyogo, you've got to be very, very careful, you know? And it's a, it's a dangerous place to have an injury. And if you come back too early or too sharp, I think the manager's cute enough that this weekend may become too quick for him. And Celtic assessing a knock on David Turnbull. Yeah, it was disappointing to see him coming on on Saturday and then having to go off. I thought it was one of these tackles, he should have been stronger in the tackle. I thought he hanged his foot in a little bit, you know, and he's ended up coming out the worst out of it, you know. But hopefully that's not the case because unfortunately for the kid that he's had a lot of injuries the last few years 
and it's probably put him on the back foot a little bit because he's a top quality talent and you just want to, as we say, we want to make a run of games and see how good he can be, not just for Celtic but for Scotland also. Question for Celtic was, who was man of the match? Because six scorers um, in seven goals, not always the goal scorer that's man of the match, the manager was asked. They were all great and, and that's been a testament to him all the way along. Um, you know, it's it's not about um, who scores the goals or who's the, the man of the match, I think. It's the collective effort of all the lads that's um, you know, it's got us this far and, and we're going to need it moving forward and um, you know we know we've got sort of five games to go now and uh, you know from our perspective it's just about really um, continuing to build on what we've started Cami five games to go yep six points in it it's really seven isn't it when you take 19 uh, goal difference for Celtic is it all over for your old club um, no, for me it's never done until it's actually mathematically done Again, there was a lot of pressure on Rangers on Sunday Nine points going into that game If, you, if you're looking at ten points so um, And, the, and the, they're putting a good performance on Sunday I think it was a They probably got a team that St Mirren are lacking real form at the moment And are, and are really struggling uh, to put a performance and a result together So it was probably a good good time for Rangers to play a team like that So but no, listen, they need to keep fighting. They've got a lot to fight for this season. They've still got tomorrow night, Sunday, league campaign. They need to put the pressure on Rangers, eh, on Celtic, sorry. that That's as much as they can do, is put Celtic under pressure. The old form game's coming up, so they would need to get a win in that game. Let's go back on the lines. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700, Peter Grant and Cammy Bell. And Sean, a Celtic fan, is on the line. Good evening, Sean. Good evening, guys. How are you e- doing? Evening, Sean. Evening, Sean. Good. Well, well, thanks. You, you're looking forward to... Well, how much are you looking forward to Sunday? Oh, I can't wait. I'm, <laughs> I'm absolutely buzzing. I was ready. I thought you were going to ask me how I am. I was going to say I'm in top, of, top form, top of the league, top of the world. <laughs> you won the lottery. <laughs> oh, well, maybe you feel that when you found that guy called Ange Postacoglu. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Unbelievable. Can't mm. believe the transformation we've had in a short period of time. If you'd asked me, as I've said to my family, all my friends, if you'd asked me at the start of the season, when we played Hearts and the Beaters in the first game of the season, away to Livingston, I would have said we were, we'd be lucky to finish third this season. Mm-hmm. And we've basically got the title wrapped up now before the split. We've got a trophy in the bag and we potentially could win a treble this year. It's, it's beyond words. I can't believe it. OK, here's a crazy question. Jurgen Klopp has just popped up on the telly. Would you swap Ange for any manager? <laughs> what if Klopp says, I want to go to Celtic? What would you say? You can stay in Liverpool, Jurgen. You can stay exactly where you are. Okay. Pep Guardiola wants to come as well. What's the what's the verdict? Let's go to Kerrydale <laughs> Street, Sean. No, lovely man, Pep. You can stay in Manchester. <laughs> well, I shows you that great credit to the manager. Yeah. I know yeah. what Celtic's the best like. Manager since Martin yeah, well, that proves, it proves it. I mean, you've got to look at Brendan and that as well. Yeah. You know, they've been fantastic. You know, so they've done exceptionally well in this period. You know, and. Great credit to him. He knew the players to bring in. He knew what Celtic was all about in the respect of that, the type of players that the fans like to see who've got an unbelievable work ethic. He demanded that from day one, as we've seen in his interviews prior. And he's proven that with the players he's brought in. And as I say, it was fantastic at the end of the game on Saturday, watching the players still going at 7-0 and they're still going and they're relentless. And that can only come through what the managers throughout the week what he's demanding of them so you've got to give him great credit for that and obviously it makes the Celtic fans very very happy which what is about, more important What about Ten Hag would you take him instead of <laughs> no, 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 I think no, I'm exhausting no, no. this so, well So bottom line is he's taking no boot no. Exactly <laughs> no. Antonio Conte No, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Cammy, it's it's remarkable the way it's turned round it is so I, I'm, I'm asking you this for, from Rangers point of view huge game tomorrow and then yeah. Sunday as well 
Rangers can't have any doubts going into it. They have to think, wait a minute, we're the defending champions. Oh, this is the cup. The league's probably gone, but I hear you, it's not gone until, and we all remember Helicopter Sunday 2005. Yep. They've got to go into Sunday, I mean, what, gladiator style, to go in and believe in themselves. Absolutely. Again, they, they, they have the quality Rangers. are just not, not showing it enough and consistently in, in big games. Um, listen, Selic are in phenomenal form. We can't get away from that. And the transformation from them and Ange has, has been phenomenal this season. Really, really good. And he, he speaks really, really well. Listen, if they do the treble, the hardest thing for him, and he knows it, will be to repeat that next season. Um, he'll enjoy it if they do do it this season. But listen, he'll get judged on that next season if, if he's to go and get a treble but for me Rangers have got to believe in themselves they've got good enough players to, to hurt Celtic um, and they need to find a way to break Celtic's rhythm at the moment because nobody's really been able to do that over the last sort of three or four months the, the, they have been very consistent and, and look a, a very good team so Rangers just need to find a way to win on Sunday That that's really really important and important for the Rangers fans You've got to go back to something now that I've said earlier Celtic fan, uh, Celtic players have been able to handle the support. This is really on your mind, isn't it? It is, because yep. Celtic didn't have it last year. That was a massive thing. You know, there's no doubt in my mind of that. When the ball goes out of play and you have no fans there, it becomes a bit lazy. There was two balls on the pitch on Saturday yeah. on numerous occasions, yes. you know, with the, the speed of the game and whatever. And that's completely different when there's no fans there. I, I was for, unfortunate to play against Atletico Madrid at Celtic Park when big Derek White went out were throwing the ball back to us because we were no supporters allowed and we lost the game 2-1 we played really well but we lost the game 2-1 but it was amazing in a European night and Atletico Madrid said that after it it was fantastic to come here with no supporters at Celtic Park so it's a massive thing that the support do to Celtic and they miss that dreadfully and I feel for Neil in that respect because that wasn't there to help his team as well going through difficult times you know so I understand that but the Rangers players have still not proven that that's the biggest thing for me more than anything else and the Celtic players have proven that they can handle that pressure Peter do you think it's 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 like do you think Celtic need the fans again they obviously Always. yeah so they need the fans and do you think that the opposite that Rangers have really struggled under the pressure or or what do you think is the well, biggest one well captain said it their captain said it a yeah. couple of years back that they couldn't handle playing under the pressure of the fans here and I think that's been proven and the fact it's out there under the main we can keep throwing it back at them but when I look at the game and I'm talking for myself because I yep. know I had to play under that pressure for all eight years and sometimes I didn't handle it that well you know I was nervous when I was going through a bad period in my, my games or whatever yep. it wasn't something I was looking forward to getting a lot of stick and I got it for 14 years or whatever you know so but you have to grow a backbone you have yep. to make sure listen I've got to dig in I've got to help my teammates I've got to offer something to the team in some respects and it may be not been being silky or whatever but it may be doing my job well being competitive against my opponent and sometimes you know, going that wee bit harder, that wee bit more aggressive against opposition, mm. that gets you out of that. And it's yeah. not all about being sulky and passing the ball exceptionally well. You've got to make sure your opponent doesn't have a good game. And I've not seen that with Rangers have got that in their belly yet. And I've not seen that often enough in them when the supporters have been back in. Sean, yeah. uh, for Sunday, what would worry you then from a Rangers point of view? Because the game hasn't been played yet. You know, if you listen for the last yeah. seven or eight minutes, people would say, wait a minute, this is a, you know, a Celtic love-in at this point. But Celtic deserve the credit. What about Rangers for Sunday? I think, I know obviously KMR Roof scored a hat-trick at the weekend, but I felt as if it, the old Firm games, because Morelos has not played the last two, I feel as if they're severely lacking up front. I think the only way Rangers could punish us is something through like a, kind of, a midfielder kind of driving through, like mm. the first goal with Ramsey, or the kind of set pieces that Celtic have kind of struggled with in the past. I think that's about the only way that mm. 
Rangers could get in for the game. I'm fairly confident that Celtic will rock up on Sunday. And I'm not going to say we're going to score loads and loads and we're going to demolish mm. them, but I think it'll be a it'll be a fairly comfortable game. And, and it all depends on how how Rangers got on tomorrow night. Rangers could get take the extra time penalties tomorrow night for anybody knows, and they could be completely dead in their feet by the time Sunday comes. So yeah, Jimmy's been on the socials. A Celtic fan saying the same thing. He hopes uh, Rangers uh, good luck to him tomorrow night, but go all the way. Uh, and that, that's <laughs> yeah. what, that's what some of them are saying. Hey, Sean, what about the point that Peter and Cami were making about Gikamakis and his defensive qualities? The fact that he's been tracking back and he's got a bit of height as well. That's what you don't have, isn't it? For the and Aribo scored for Rangers at the weekend, um, which yep. he, you know he's not been in form. I guess those are the weak spots potentially for your team yeah definitely Jack and Marcus he started his Celtic career and people were slaughtering him because he was was defining the back of the net he obviously missed that penalty so he was going to get slaughtered from pillar to post but he's proved everybody wrong he's he's managed to get baggy sell a couple of goals and he's been a total nuisance I put a a kind of striker that we've missed for Mm -hmm. many many years Mm -hmm. but if Jackie Marcus is injured and we've got our famous Kyoko back, then I'm more than happy with that. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'll start. I think, he'll, I think I can see it being Maida Jota and probably a badder through the middle. And I, I don't feel, feel as if Kyoko's ready to start the game. I think it's going to it's going to be too much a, a kind of a basketball kind of game for him mm-hmm. to come on. You see, he, he, he came on at the weekend there when we were six 0 up. He could come on at half time. I know. I'm looking at the ex, the, the big uh, Rangers goalkeeper uh, of the past, as you can, of course. <laughs> six foot, what, three? Thereabouts, uh, yeah. Two. So, six two. Um, so, what do you feel about the Celtic forward line then with Maeda? Um, who, the speed of him, what, what would you feel up against that? Front three. Listen, we can speak about Celtic. They've got so many options and and players that can yep. score goals for them and 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 players that are in form. And that's the biggest thing for me that Celtic are in so much form at the moment, um, playing really really well as a team and individually. Um, so the the their options are endless for Ange, and he'll be delighted. Uh, obviously, he'll want Jackamakis to be available, but if he's not, listen, he they've got guys that are sitting on the bench that are coming on as Peter touched on before that are positively affecting the game um, when they make a substitute not negatively they're, they're actually bringing another level to the to the team and because all I, f- I feel as if Celtic they're in such confident form at the moment that all the players are, are fighting for a position and know there is an opportunity to get on the pitch in a stamping place so um, yes it, it's, it's frightening for Rangers at the moment because they, they really they need to find a way to win the game on Sunday and it, it, at the moment watching Celtic it's going to be really difficult but they've got to keep believing Sean stay with us for a moment here's Jim a Rangers fan from Rutherglen maybe the cavalry coming in Cammy to support you Jim good evening welcome to Go Radio uh, Good evening guys good to be on again Peter I'll just do last night because I think the men in the week Jacobs are underway for you mate some of these comments <laughs> Keep going Jim come on, Jim come on come on <laughs> Peter, Peter. Absolutely unbelievable comments here, Paul, saying that Rangers seventy handled crowds, mate. How, how can you possibly say that? Many trophies really? you won, Paul. Well, we won the league last year. That was the main one. Was that so one in about ten years? All right. Oh, what is it? Was this what we're getting to? No, now? no. I'm saying it, so that's no handling no, it because that was in a team that never handled it. I went six okay, years okay, without winning so, at Celtic, so, so I understand. So I understand. No, no, I, no. I, I Do you think they have? No, that's great because if you're there, I don't think they have. Well, the performances have. I, 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 I do think they've handled crowds this season. I, I big, big time because they proved it in the, uh, the European run. Did they play well against uh, Dortmund? Did they, they deserve to beat Dortmund in the second game? 
Did they deserve to beat them? Of course they deserve to beat them. Do you think so? Do you think they played well enough? Do you think they, I thought Dortmund right. were very, very good on the, the night. I think. I think, so. I think Dortmund were very good. I thought, but I thought Rangers were magnificent away from home. Right, but I yeah. think at home, right. you know, uh, Jim, listen. As I say, when you're at the likes of Rangers or a Celtic, you've got to win trophies every year. As I say, I was there for six years and never won anything. I know how difficult it can be for supporters as well as players. So that's the point I'm trying to make. And I just think too many of your guys have no proven that and too many of them are not enough winners, in it? Jimmy, are you going to bottle this? As in, I don't mean bottle it, as in lose it. Are you going to use this tomorrow night for the Rangers fans to get a bit of positivity in the way that you have and defend and go for it tomorrow night and support your team for 90 minutes and maybe 95 yep. minutes? Well, that's the way it goes. That's how games last. That, for Peter Fergie, you're saying that there's no handle crowds. I think individual errors this, errors this season to certain players have caused it, what's actually happened to this team just now. I don't think it's been doing to a case that I've been bottling it. I think it's doing to be doing to individual errors. And again, uh, Paul, I was only earlier on there shouting yep. about uh, VAR. It's going to be an interesting call because yep. I think the league might have been a wee bit tighter if the VAR had been in call here. I could have said that 12 years ago, 15 years ago, when George Cadet scored at Ibrox. If you want to remember that one as well, so we're going to get VAR for that. And Jim, John Harsh is talking about that. Well. Jim, so no, don't don't worry about that. I'll no. remember everyone. Listen, you're right. And I'm, I'm, I think against Borussia Dortmund, I mean, Rangers, um, they also had a goal chopped off, didn't yeah, they, of course, as well? Yeah, so I know you're being combative here, Peter Grant, but. Uh, I mean, look, the proof will be in the pudding, Jim. If you win it, you need to win a cup. Yeah. And the Scottish Cup Sunday is going to be massive for you. It is massive, Peter. But, uh, uh, sorry, Paul. I'm yeah. drunk on you, Peter. Sorry for you. Unfortunate against Celtic, that would be good at Ibrox. Yeah. I thought they got the breaks. I thought they got the breaks yeah. at the right time in the game. I thought Rangers started the first six minutes. Rangers yeah. were excellent. You know, and you thought, <laughs> no, honestly. No. And then the first thing Callum McGregor does, they get an opportunity and Celtic scored. Then I thought Rangers just died and that's what that's the point I'm talking too many of your players just disappeared mm. and that's that's happened for me in too many big occasions and I'm not talking about Europe over the last few years where they've been exce exceptional I'm talking about in the league form when the big games have counted I think that's when they've faded and died and listen your captain said I'm not just saying it I've watched the games I know and I try to look at it a wee bit differently because you look at it more from a coaching point of view and it's easy to go and hide when you're not wanting the ball, all your best players want to do it. That's why the likes of Davis and that playing are massive. I think Arfield's very underrated, you know, when he plays at times, you know. They, they're all big players for your Ramses. When they're all available, they can handle that. But there's too many of them. And as you say, probably that's, you talk about mistakes. That's what I mean. There's big mistakes being made at certain times. Al McGregor's made a couple this season at uh, Ross County. I think because two of them came in the same week. Yeah. He got a lot of criticism. Yeah. But he's been outstanding. He's been magnificent. He's a big game player. Yeah. So these guys are big game players. But I think there's too many guys on the periphery who fade and die when it comes to the pressure. And that's what I'm saying. And you can, that's, Listen, it's proven. They've got one trophy in whatever I've done in many years. All right. Jim. They got the big one. That's enough for us. They stoked to 10. That was enough. Was that your first one? <laughs> <laughs> Jim, yeah. Jim, 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 listen, good luck tomorrow night. Jim, what's your scoreline tomorrow night? What's tomorrow night? Yeah, yeah, well, hopefully. Well, as long as we stay in the game and we get them as good as we can get, that's what I'm looking for. Great. Jim, thanks so much for calling. Sean, look what you started. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just loving how the tables have turned that a Celtic fan can come on and laugh and joke and the Rangers fans are getting a, a seller, a, a twist. That's, but that's football in Glasgow. Listen, Sean, thanks very much. Thanks, Jim, too. Great calls. Cheers, guys. 
The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. Let's go, 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 go. Phone lines are red hot tonight. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Some great banter there. Uh, Jim having a real go at Peter Grant. Uh, he's just picking you up in your point when you were saying that you felt that Rangers have yet to prove that they can handle the crowds at Ibrox. Well, I hope and they give them that same support tomorrow night, you know, for them. That's what you're looking for. And that listen, that's what football is, you know. I mean, you've got to be passionate about your sport, you're passionate about your players and passionate about your club. So that's what we're expecting. Cammy Bell is with us, the former Rangers goalkeeper. Peter Grant, former Celtic star, both Scottish international players. And someone on the line now who is the voice of Go Radio and someone who's going far in broadcasting. She will be around for a long, long time and a great career. And I'm delighted to welcome her to the programme. It's Shaban Littlejohn. Shaban, good evening. Hi, good evening, Paul. Good evening, gentlemen. How are you? Good evening, Shaban. Yeah, good evening, Shaban. Oh, Shaban, come and help me here with these two, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be involved. <laughs> so, Shaban, you know uh, why we called you? Um, I heard you on earlier today on Talk Sport. You've got your show in Talk Sport as well. We're really proud of you here in Glasgow. And. Yeah, so Kenny Shields was the manager when Cammy was at Kilmarnock and then this morning we all woke up to the headlines we knew uh, Scotland's women lost 2-0 to Spain I thought that's what we'll be talking about and we will in a moment but of course it was for the comments after the game of Kenny Shields saying about a women and emotion and how it maybe affects them and they lose goals afterwards I thought you made a great point this morning so we should say Kenny Shields has apologised now in the heat of the moment yeah. and it's isn't it strange in a way, Shaban? The heat of the moment, he got emotional last night, didn't he, with his comments. How did you feel about it? I, I, I couldn't actually... It was really hard to listen to because, Paul, I think now we've had time to digest it and hear mm-hmm. it ten times over. I think maybe he's a man, and Cammy, you'll be able to tell us more about this, who is just renowned for putting his foot in his mouth and, you know saying the wrong thing constantly and perhaps comes under pressure when it comes to media as well. Now, I actually at the moment sound like I'm taking his side, which is not the case whatsoever. I really think he's he's gone a step too far and, and, and gone down a road and, and dug a massive hole. However, when he was at Morton in 2013, he had said that he didn't want to conduct any match day interviews. This is eight years ago because his doctor advised him not to and said that speaking to the media makes him emotionally imbalanced. Emotionally imbalanced was the word that he used eight years ago about himself speaking to the media that he was, you know, when he he comes off the back of a game, he Mm. sometimes feels emotional and sometimes says the wrong thing. And he'll do that in front of the media and the media are there to just kind of pick him up on it and uh, waiting for him to drop his guard. Well, how he preempted that, Mm. you know, Eight years on, he dropped his guard rightfully last night and, you know, let it all go to the media. And, um, wow, I couldn't believe that after the game, after the, you know, uh, the the occasion that it was for Northern Ireland last night, it all came down to these silly comments. And the huge crowd. Let's hear, this is what he said last night after losing 5-0. But it was the huge crowd they had as well. Here's Kenny Shields. Right through the whole lot, the whole spectrum of the women's game because girls and women are more emotional than men. So they take a goal gun in, they, they don't take that very well. So if you watch, you go through the stats, which journalists love to do, going through stats, you'll see teams conceding goals in 18 and 21 minutes, and then in 64 and 68 minutes. They group them because that's an emotional goal. 
Shaban Little John, you did your homework about him at Morton when he was there. When Kenny was there, he's got many great mm-hmm. qualities. But you had a great point about the goals last night and the timings. Well, the, the thing is, if, if he's saying that it can come in a couple of minutes after, you know, they can see goals, you know, minutes after minutes. It's not the case last night because the first goal was at 26 minutes. He went into half time and Northern Ireland went into half time only 1 0 down. Then the next goal came at 52, then 60, then 70, then 79. So there was on average about 10 minutes between then each goal in that second half. But going into the going into half time one nil down from England is no mean feat. England are some outfit. Northern Ireland are barely all professional players, and what he's done for that team is incredible. They're going to the Euros this summer. Scotland aren't. Republic of Ireland aren't, and they're mostly full time players. So uh, uh, what what he said about the minutes there well didn't actually relate to that game at all. It, it, uh, and when he said you know journalists like to look at the stats, I kind of think why are you putting that on journalists? Mm-hmm. You know, beating 5-0 by England is not anything to really be ashamed of. Um, and I just think he, he, went down, he went down the rabbit hole there and, and, and had no way back. And, and then when you see this interview that he did eight years ago, yeah. it made me think, I just don't think he really deals with the media pressure too well. Mm-hmm. That's a great point you make. And we don't want to pile on, on anyone, any person. And I know you're really tolerant, um, Shaban. We're going to speak to Cami and Peter in a second or two. Um, what mm-hmm. do you think should happen? Some people are saying, oh, he has to go from the job. What's your view? Listen, uh, Paul, I'm a woman. I'm emotional as heck, right? I, I, I think nobody... I've worked with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... I lose my rag as much as the next girl, but I mean, it doesn't mean being a woman means you can see goals, you yeah. know, more easily. That, that's, that's just not true. Yeah. The, the women who, I mean, my twin sister, Paul, you know, is a professional yeah. footballer for Republic of Ireland um, and in the WSL. Her partner's the same. When, How they, does she feel about it? It's funny because I spoke to the girls about it this morning. They played last night as well. A, a brilliant one-all draw against Sweden, who are number mm-hmm. two in the world. So, so respect to Republic of Ireland last night as well. Um, but Risha, my sister, I think has worked with old school managers mm-hmm. who have called her overweight um, in a more derogatory term. You know, she, <laughs> yeah. she's had it. Yeah, you're gorgeous. Like, she, you know, you have to be thick skinned if you go yeah. back to being a woman of football, maybe say 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Her partner, however, who's a wee bit younger, Katie, mm-hmm. um, who's the captain of Ireland and plays at Arsenal down here. Mm-hmm was furious you know her her when she reacted to it this morning she was really like this is this is lazy a manager of his caliber needs to dig a little bit deeper when he's speaking to the press you know he's not even looking at the minutage in terms of when the goals went in so why did he even make that point you know she just thought it, it was really really poor um word for him and, and and almost turning on his team when they've done such a good job against a team like England, you know, they're, they're, a, they're an excellent team, excellent coach. You, you can't fault England. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of football players who I have spoken to today are not happy with his comments, but they do respect what he's done for Northern Ireland mm. and they do think he is a good manager. Cammy, you know him. What do you feel? Yeah, I think we've touched on it. I think um, Kenny, again, known Kenny as... Um, I don't think he's great with the media. I think he, he's over-emotional. He, he's touched on that and mentioned the word there. I think he's too emotional after a game of football. A lot of managers are. Everyone is, no matter you're, you're male or female. You, you're, you're caught up in the game and you are emotional if you get beat. Um, even if you win, you sometimes say, say the wrong thing. So I, I feel as if... And remember my time at Kilmarnock with Kenny and he said a lot of things in the press. I think he was... He opened himself up far too much. But I, I just think him saying that women are more emotional than men. I, I totally disagree with that. I think anyone in a football environment is vulnerable when they score. Like, if, yeah. if, if I was playing in a team 
and we score a goal, then normally you you're a vulnerable. You, you, your team's vulnerable to to concede. So um, I, mm-hmm. I just don't agree with his comments, Peter. That's the point yeah, you made. Right. Sorry, Peter. When you uh, score a goal. The manager always said that's when you're your most vulnerable. You know, you see players now, his television's fully football, obviously, women and guys. And every time they concede a goal or they score a goal, the first thing they're doing is point to their head, concentrate. You know, it's the first thing you see. So we know what he's trying to say, but to use it as girls doing it, guys are the exact same. I just just couldn't understand what his argument was with it, you know, and I know he is an emotional guy and we yeah. say a million things that we think is wrong when we look back we think why did I say that and I've been there myself you know I've yeah. said it to players or whatever but I can understand what he was trying to say but mm. saying that it was girls are like that yeah. I just couldn't that's the only bit I couldn't understand because player, the guys are the exact same yeah. and that's why we go crazy as managers because we're sitting at the side there thinking we've just conceded that after mm. putting ourselves in front or whatever so I understand it but I, I feel disappointed he sort of tried to mm-hmm. as you say split it guys and girls because it was exactly the same when it comes to that that's yeah. for sure Shaban what about Scotland's women's before you go what do you think we're yeah. having such a tough time okay we're up against Spain and that was always mm-hmm. going to be so tough um, what do you, what's the way forward for us Scotland oh, it's, a, it's a tough one because they have to they have to make the World Cup they have to they've missed out in the Euros they're a decent team. I mean, you look at the players in the Scotland team who are representing in the WSL, the biggest yeah. team, arguably, sorry, the, the strongest league in the world, mm-hmm. arguably, you yeah. know, week in, week out. They are a strong unit from Erin Cuthbert to yeah. Captain Rachel Corsi mm-hmm. to Lisa Evans, Jen Beattie. You know, it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a brilliant team. So it's, it's a shame that they're not quite hitting the mark. But again, Spain, a very, very strong side. Mm-hmm. But I know that Scotland can produce more. One thing that I would, I would, I would say as well is that, you know, there was a little bit of um, controversy from the, the SFA as well last week when it came to ticket sales. And, yeah, um, we know, reported on it here in goal. Yeah, we were talking I, about I, it. Yeah. I, I heard that. And, and that almost felt like that, that, that things are being limited slightly. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, get, if you can get the back in fully yeah. uh, from, from the, 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 the people above, the fans will come, the women will provide. I have no doubt about that. They're a very strong side. And, and fingers crossed that come June they make it through and they gather the points and, and get into that playoff spot mm-hmm. and Shaban we're ours I said at the top really proud of you we hear you on tussling with Simon Jordan Jim White well Jim's oh, great God. isn't he and Simon I listen to you Shaban but you have to be on your metal for those two don't you oh geez, we've had to talk about emotional women Every time I come off, the, the tweets I get, God, she's just an emotional woman screeching about being a woman. So today I was well and truly up for this debate with him. But I think yeah. uh, even even Simon Jordan had to disagree with uh, Kenny Shields putting the blanket label over women being emotional and conceding goals in football. It didn't make any sense. But that line that sticks out to me is um, eight years ago, Kenny Shields yeah. said, I'm probably not intelligent enough to deal with it because journalists can catch me out. Well, they all caught him this time. Mm-hmm. I, he has apologised. I do think he has to owe his, his team, his women, an apology and really mean it and try and understand women that little bit better if he, if he, he feels you know, brave enough to come out and make those comments. Um, and, and fingers crossed, you know, lead them to a decent Euros campaign because mm. they're coming to England in July and Northern Ireland are, are, are it's brilliant what they've been able to do under them. And final point, given that you are in London, uh, Chelsea, mm. so close last night and then losing out. So, oh, wow. yep. Uh, Villarreal, we're worried, of course, because if they win the Champions League, then Celtic or Rangers, but it looks as it's going to be Celtic, um, whoever wins in Scotland won't automatically go through. 
uh, into the, cha- the Champions League next season so fingers crossed and tonight Liverpool obviously in the box seat against Benfica what about Man City mm-hmm. up against uh, Atletico what do you feel? Oh, Manchester City, I mean, they're just, it's simple football. In fact, go back to that game last night, Northern Ireland against England. It was such, they were putting out all these long balls. It was just, it's quite hard to watch sometimes. Mm -hmm. Manchester City keep it so simple. I'm never going to be a professional footballer, but they make it look so easy, you know, Mm -hmm. and and they're they're, they're clinical. They're banging in goals from all over the pitch. You know, I think they're the only team other than Celtic, I think, who've had more, you know, goals from all over different positions of the pitch. Um, as well. So Manchester City, I mean, I think they're favourite for, for the league down here. Don't get me wrong, I, I like the idea of a Liverpool quadruple, the first team that can ever yeah. do it. Jurgen Klopp's a, a manager, I think, is capable of doing that as well. But Manchester City, I'm sure they've got it in the bag tonight. What do you think, uh, Peter? Who do you reckon? Man, a Man City. A bit a tough game because you're yep. the way to defend. Yep. And they've got players like Griezmann, mm-hmm. you know, Felix, who can mm-hmm. score goals, but they've got to get them up the pitch first. They were playing at left back, right back <laughs> yeah. last week. So, yep. It'd be difficult for them, but I think that they know they have to score. And Simone's been magnificent oh. for the way his teams play, yeah. and because he's fighting the big two. You know, it's like a Aberdeen or something here, but the third team here in Scotland against Celtic or the Rangers. That's mm-hmm. where Atletico Madrid's been. You know, and they fought really, really hard for many, many years. So we can knock him for the way he plays. Everybody doesn't agree with it. And we, we all yeah. like, I prefer watching Manchester City to watching Atletico Madrid. Yeah. But we as I say, yeah. that's what everybody yeah. does because that's where you want goals and chances. But I fancy Manchester City. I just think, as Shabon said there, as Shabon says, sorry, yeah. it is, they've got so many quality players. And Cami. Yeah. Liverpool yes tonight yeah yeah I think so and I think and Man, City. Man City I think I think Atletico yeah. have to come out at some point they have to open up because they need to score so I think that'll play into the hands of Man City as well when they do open up listen it's going to be a really tough tie over there but um, for me Man City will get through this one tonight and Shaban well done getting I think more money for the FA Cup for the women's game yep oh, and I think you yeah, should do the same in Scotland we could do you we've got Leanne Crichton comes on a lot she's terrific leading I yeah. think the women's game now that she's getting towards the end of her career she's not in here tonight <laughs> she is often as you know Shaban but yep. uh, we need a bit of a shake up in Scotland as well don't we uh-huh. Listen, I mean, Leanne, I love Leanne. I think she's some, I've known her since I was about 13. She used to play with my sister. So I, I think it's brilliant what she's doing. I think even her and Rachel Corsi, mm-hmm. uh, Scotland captain, yeah. you know, they're speaking about, they're trying to, they're just trying to better the women's game and leave it in a better state than, than we, the, than they did than they joined it. And, and, and Scotland are behind, you know, Republic of Ireland now have equal pay. You know, Canada have equal pay. United States now have equal pay. Scotland has to catch up. You know, they 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 need to set an example. You know, I don't understand why they, they can't catch up with that a, a little bit more. And you know, Scotland men, for the first time, I think not not in my lifetime, but that I can remember, are really that they're a promising side now. You know, being down here for for Scotland against well, England against Scotland. You yeah. know, um, for the Euros was was so special to me. And I go on that Scotland won the Euros that night just yeah. because you know England <laughs> couldn't beat them. But I also look at that side and go. If equal pay for Scotland women is not going to happen overnight, and I don't expect it to, but you want your national teams to lead for your country. It's not about sex, you know. It's 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 just setting the right example for the country and 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 getting young women involved and girls involved. Mm. And I think Scotland needs to catch up a little bit more with that. Gillian's been on the line there at Goal Football Show saying. Go Shaban, that was great, fantastic there speaking yeah. for women's football and football in general because we all love the football Shaban, I know you, I know you mm-hmm. well and you love the game so listen, thanks so much for joining us maybe speak to you again soon Thank you, I will speak to you soon anytime and enjoy the rest of the show, good to talk to you oh, Thanks Shaban, little John Shaban. Bye. 
the Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. Let's go! Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Cammy Bell is with us. His old club Kilmarnock steaming towards the Premiership. I don't want to jinx it, but Cammy, three games to go, two victories, Kilmarnock are back. Massive, yeah. Again, they've got a big game Friday night, and then the, the player Broth, which is is huge. Um, Broth will be trying to stay on their tails as long as they can, and um, they'll be want to go to rugby park and try and upset. It. But I just think Kilmarnock are going to be too strong and will become um, a, a Premier League team again. We kicked off on Monday. Barry was in here in the studio when we got the news of the fixtures, Peter, uh, and it's going to be the second one as we know. Then, so Mayday, 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 Celtic <laughs> against Rangers. Well, it is because Celtic won their games and Rangers won their games till that match. With Celtic's goal difference, even if Celtic lose that match, you know it's still it'd come down to points. Then, wouldn't it equal? Then it'd be goal difference if everybody started to win in matches after it so it still could be game over come May the 1st it's going to be some end to the season we'll be with it all the way we're going to take a call from a Rangers fan in a second or two first let's hear from Aaron Ramsey back in Vogue and I think every Rangers fan wants to see him play from the start tomorrow night how does he feel about his fitness? No, I'm, I'm feeling good the thing that I've been lacking over the last you know, few years is uh, consistency so you know, I'm not um, I can still produce you know, the numbers required and, and what I used to do so I have no, um, you know, no issues with that. It's just getting that consistency going um, and um, getting into a bit of the rhythm. So, um, yeah, over the last few weeks now, I felt better, I felt stronger. And um, now these games are coming thick and fast. So hopefully, you know, I can play um, big parts in these games and, um, and show what I'm capable of doing. Cami, a Rangers fan, is on the line. Cami, good evening. Hi guys, good evening. Evening, Cammy. Evening, Cammy. How are you feeling about Aaron Ramsey? Sounds um, it's interesting. He talks about his career there, and but he does sound up for it. We heard from him earlier in the program. Do you want to see him in the starting eleven? Yeah, I would. I think he's a great player. He's done. He's done okay for Rangers. He's probably not hit the heights that that Rangers fans would have wanted. Obviously, Aaron Ramsey himself. But when he was announced, it was a massive signing. He's mm. been a wee bit on and off you know injuries I think have obviously played a part he's not hit his full fitness but I'd love to see him start tomorrow night So Cammy, what do you want to ask Peter Grant and uh, your namesake Cammy, Cammy Bell uh, I was going to say I think we'll be getting a wee bit I'll be getting a wee bit confused who you're yeah. <laughs> Right you're, you're, you're right well he's Cammy number one isn't he the big number one and you're Cammy number whatever you're Cammy you're just Cammy right. Cammy what's your what's your question what's your point uh, just on reflecting on on last week in uh, Braga for Rangers, do you think um, it was a better result than it obviously was a performance? Because I think Rangers did get a wee bit of, on Friday morning, I felt the performance was, was criticised, but I feel you're going away to Braga and Portugal and it was always going to be a hard game. And I think if somebody said to me, would you take a 1-0 defeat before? I, I would have took it because I don't think it's a terrible result uh, for Rangers. Cammy Bill. Yeah, again, I, I agree. I don't think it is a bad result. Um, I think what they'll have learned as well is that they're, they're well within the tie. They've, they've faced them now, so they know what they're, what Braga are going to bring to Ibrox tomorrow night. Um, so for me, they've learned a lot and I think they've grown in confidence. That they know they didn't play their best last week. They can play a lot better than that. Rangers can. Um, so I, I just feel as if Rangers just need to get right in tune with their, their team make sure they get their team selection right last week because as I say I still questioned whether 
Kamal Roof would have been a better option up front um, a better goal threat for me so if they get their team selection right and again they, they, they play to their maximum potential they will win the game tomorrow night but it's just making sure that happens on these big occasions but again I reflect back it's the opportunity it's huge it's huge tomorrow night massive for the club massive for Scottish football as well Cammy do you agree on that there's no question after the hat trick it's going to be it's came out roof up front yeah I would hope so I mean I'll, I'll be honest I've not been impressed at all with uh, Sakala especially last club I just think I don't know if it's a lack of confidence or maybe he's just not used to starting games for Rangers even through the middle of the pitch I think he's more used to playing out wide but I've not been impressed roof done well against St Mirren obviously getting a hat-trick so I'd like to see him like to see him start through the middle tomorrow night but it's a step up in class isn't it and that's no disrespect to St Mirren Braga it's a whole new ball game but um, well I think Cammy's right I think Rangers were overly criticised last week yeah. as I said mm-hmm. to you Sakala is slightly different because I can see what the manager was trying to do with the pace as we said earlier on but I, I agree I thought it was a really good away, uh, away performance I think it's came in the back of the Celtic game so there's been a negativity you know because you didn't win I think that's 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 a big problem even in the press back here you know because you know what it's like in Glasgow you know you just pile on to one if they're not getting results and we've all been there so I understand that 100% but then going back to like say Aaron Ramsey and all that for me the only way he can get fit is playing games and I thought it would have been ideal for him coming here playing week in week out and then but obviously it's telling you his body's not able to do that you know play whether it be on a Sunday and then playing on a Thursday is maybe too much for him at this moment in time and I think if that was the case Rangers should have known that before he came you know because he's such a big signing for them you know he was that midfielder who scores goals if your strikers are not scoring goals and he's a big game player which he's proven over the years but in too many occasions he's not been available for selection and I think that's the big thing but I agree 100% I think their performance was a lot better than they were given credit for what about Ryan Kent? What about Joe Arebo? You'd be pleased to see Arebo. Do you think he got a shake-up when he was dropped last week? I, I think so, yeah. I think since the um, AFCON, yeah. Arebo hasn't maybe been the same. I'd say up until Christmas, he was also the Rangers' best player. And then coming back from that tournament, I don't think he's, he's, he's really performed, to be honest. But um, he's an one who you hope, if he comes back into good form, Rangers have a good chance for a night. Ryan Kent as well. I think Europe brings out the best in him. You've seen that against Dortmund, probably a couple of the best games Ryan Kent have played for Rangers. So if the two of them are on it tomorrow night, along with Aaron Ramsey and Kamal Roof, Rangers have a good chance of going through. Peter, how good is Ryan Kent? Well, I must admit, I thought his performance in Dortmund was the best I'd seen him playing for Rangers, you know, ever. In any of the games I'd seen, you know, him playing, you know, because everybody kept raving about him. I'd seen him as a youngster down in England and whatever. But that was the most consistent performance with and without the ball. You know, because sometimes you can have a luxury player who runs forward against the big sides and against the big players. You have to work both ways, in and out of possession. I thought he was magnificent with the ball that evening, but he worked so, so hard against it defensively to help Rangers out. And that's what you need. That's what I'm talking about, that character, that guts to show that, that determination. Whether you're a winger or whatever, you're expected to put your shoulder to the wheel when you play for any of the, the Glasgow sides. You know, that's the most important thing you do. They'll forgive a multitude of sins with you. But as I say, that was his top performance for me that I've seen with him. And if he produces something like that, that could go a long way to Rangers winning the game. Cammy Bell, big night for Ryan Kent. Looking for something special from him and uh, Joe Rebo. Massive. Again, I think that's kind of probably where touching on Rangers have maybe failed a little bit this season is that their big game players haven't performed on the big stage. Um, so these guys, Ken, Aribo, McGregor, you're looking at them all night, probably have to make some big, big saves in the game. Um, so these are the guys, Ramsey, you're, you're looking at unlocked defences. So these are the guys that they need to be performing at the top level 
um, for Rangers to progress and and I hope they can bring it because Ryan Kent has shown in Europe this season that he can play at that level. It's just the consistency. It's not been there for Rangers. And Cammy, your manager was asked about tomorrow night, obviously, but also Sunday. So this was his reply. I'm focusing on on tomorrow, which is uh, reaching uh, the semi-finals of Europe, which is a great achievement. If we uh, are capable in in doing that, you know that's all we have to do. Take it uh, game by game. I think tomorrow uh, is a big night for all of us, and uh, we should enjoy it and embrace the challenge we're going to face. Do everything possible to be in the semis. Cami on the line. If we give you the choice, a win tomorrow night or a win on Sunday, I know you'd want both, and you might get both. But would you take one over the other? I'd, I'd prefer a win on Sunday, to be honest. And I would um, I would go through the semi finals tomorrow night. I can understand it's you know, semi finals Europa League is huge. But for me, Sunday, I think if you said at the start of the season, I think I heard it at the top of the show when Ange Postcogley was announced, it wasn't expected that Celtic would, would do well at all. And with them at the chance for treble, I think that's something that Rangers really need to stop. Success in Europe would be massive, but for me I'd 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 really want to win on Sunday and win the Scottish Cup. Peter, you went deep in Europe with Celtic, but you know we've lost that tradition. And well, Celtic have Rangers in recent years actually have done well and gone deep. But Scotland, as a whole, it's about the domestic scene, isn't it? Mainly, most Rangers and Celtic fans are more concerned about what happens at home. I'll never change, and I've said that since I've been, as I say, twenty-five years in England. So I know when I look at the clubs, and I'll say it out with Manchester United, it's the place that's got the most pressure on. Forget about Chelsea, forget my Manchester Cities and all these guys, Celtic and Rangers, the pressure that comes along with playing with these guys is only up there with Manchester United. That's the scrutiny they come under. And I can say that in all the time I've been doing it. I'd have never said that because I think then you're a wee bit, I'm not so sure, but because I've lived it down there for that period of time, I actually see it and you can see it, feel it, you can see it in the press. It's the exact same way they treat Manchester United or treat Celtic and Rangers here. And that's what you've got to handle and that's what I'm saying so many good players have came here and fade and die because they've not been able to handle that pressure because it never switches off and what we've got in Scotland that they don't have because the Manchester derby well their derby really is Liverpool isn't it probably or I don't even know now that tells you exactly so do you believe that the the game you played in is the biggest in the world derby wise Celtic Rangers for us to play in we know the pressure it came with you were expected to win and I agree 100% if I had the choice tomorrow night and it was Celtic in the same position I'd say beat Rangers on Sunday you know that, right. that, that's for sure OK I'm going to get your prediction a second uh, Cami on the line please stay with us here's your manager he says Rangers uh, here's a phrase you know are ready for tomorrow night well you know obviously the first first game is different than the second game we know uh, what the task is you know which areas we can uh, we can we can improve you know for us it's uh, just uh, making sure you know we are playing the way we can at our top because you need it in this stage, of course, in Europe. And we will be ready for tomorrow. So, Cammy, what's your scoreline tomorrow night? 2-0. Uh, 2-0 Rangers two tomorrow night. Are you going to the match? Yeah. Uh, no, I won't be, but I'll be watching it. Maybe watched and maybe tuned in. I'm sure there'll be some great commentary there. But also, we'll have Barry Ferguson and Craig Moore tomorrow night. So maybe uh, switch on Go Radio as well. Cammy, thanks so much. Enjoy it tomorrow night. Good luck. Thanks, guys. Cheers, Cammy. Cheers, Cammy. Thank bye you. Bye. Some great calls tonight. 
Cammy Bell, so ready tomorrow night. Did you say two? You reckon two? Oh, three, one. Three, one, I went. Three, one, yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I, yeah. I'm confident. I think they, they had opportunities which showed mm. me away from home last week. So, listen, I think they'll get them tomorrow night as well. And Peter Grant, you started the show by saying Rangers actually didn't get enough credit last week. Are we going to be praising them this time tomorrow, just after the well, game? Well, I think there's a good possibility, but as I said to you, they've got to handle the occasion. And if they handle the occasion well enough, they're more than capable of getting a result. But it'll be a tough night for them. Scoreline? Mm, I'm going to go extra time right I'm going to go the game's going to go extra time that's what I feel in myself scoreline I'm not sure come on Peter come on (laughs) I'm not sure (laughs) that means Rangers (laughs) you're speaking for him you two quite a double act listen thanks so much Peter Grant Cammy Bell great to hear both of you and thanks to everyone who called in tonight I almost said Joe Rebo is up next but no (laughs) (laughs) hey maybe it is Joe Colday will be up after the news The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. Where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the Taxi Centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers. Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes, Nissan, Ford, Hyundai, you name it. They've got saloons, MPVs, estates, minibuses, prestige cars, the lot, all under one roof, ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK. With taxi trade exclusive discounts, flexible finance options and no hidden fees, They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only.